Hi everyone, I hope you're all well. It's rather nice going into autumn and the leaves all falling from the trees. I quite like it, get one of my jumpers out. Quite like that. Anyway, I've got a very special guest. I'm very excited about this. She's the most gorgeous actress. She's a lovely girl. And you probably all know her more as Lady Mary from Downton. And it's the wonderful, talented Michelle Dockery. Michelle, hello. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Have you got your cuppa? I have. I've got my cuppa. What are you you drinking? Yorkshire tea with milk and a spoonful of honey. Oh, yes. I take mine like that. Well, I actually have a mixture of um, English brick and Earl Grey and honey and milk. Oh, lovely. But actually today I'm on uh, lemon and ginger. Oh, nice Nice, healthy one. Nice for the old throat. (laughs) <laughs> do you have honey because you cut cut out sugar like me I just prefer honey yeah I don't I don't have much sugar I never have white sugar because I don't like the taste mm. the only thing I used to love brown sugar on was my porridge because oh, nice. it kind of was crunchy on the top but I've even gone over to honey for that so I yeah. try to be good yeah me too <laughs> I have got a sweet tooth have you got a sweet tooth I have a really sweet tooth yeah, so I yeah. had sugar in my tea my whole life so yeah I'm now on the honey and actually now when I have sugar I don't like it yeah it's it's a very strong taste actually I know I know because actually if you give honey to people who don't aren't used to they hate it furious my older sister (laughs) thinks it's the most disgusting taste in the whole world (laughs) because you know you're so used to the taste of um sugary tea but um but are you very strict about what you eat and drink or, or do you kind of not go with really no. <laughs> not really I mean my mum has a really sweet tooth I think I think I take after her um mm. I you know I try and be healthy you know, I know. and have a balanced diet I think diet. you can yeah I mean I think unless you kind of go all out and then it be I mean I've got friends who you know they won't eat this and they won't eat that and they won't and you just think oh it's so I couldn't be bothered I sort of I love just everything try, I just try and eat as healthily as I can yeah I buy organic I buy local when I can yeah and trying you know I try and cook with olive oil rather than butter well I don't like things cooked in butter it's too rich but um are you do you cook I do I love cooking mm, and I've I been... can see you can't see folks but <laughs> Michelle's in her kitchen and she has got behind a, a row of the most beautiful saucepans and they are so shiny and clean I'm very impressed and frying pans they're gorgeous I think she cleaned them for me <laughs> I did I, I cleaned them especially for you you got when up at five o'clock <laughs> didn't you <laughs> to polish to polish the pans and the silver just for you Twiggy um it's funny because because when I whenever I do zooms in my kitchen like this I get a lot of comments uh, um like, are you sitting in Mrs. Patmore's kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I was just going to say, do you think Lady Mary's um, kitchen was a bit like and that? Actually, <laughs> and actually, it, Leslie lives not that far from me. So um, she needs to come round and inspect the kitchen. Um, she does. But yeah, it's it's very funny. My row of That's brilliant, pans. actually. We've got that those bars uh, that you can't see people, but her frying pans and saucepans are hanging from a, <laughs> a, a, um, a metal bar with those S hooks. We've got one of those in the country. They're great, aren't they? I like, well, I like being able to just kind of reach everything when I'm, when I'm cooking. 
Um, and I've what been cooking if you've a got lot- a signature a dish that when you're in a panic, you think everyone will like this. I mean, I, I love I love this time of year because I love doing a roast on mm. a Sunday. It's one of my favorite things to cook because I love that it has a schedule, you know. Yeah. It's all about the timing, right. isn't it? Yeah. Um, I love pasta. I love cooking yeah. pasta. I like doing a traditional spaghetti bolognese. You know who does the best? Well, I haven't tried yours. I will will put it to the test. But you know who does the best roast? Lee. Is Sienna. Oh, oh no, Le- No, Lee's a good cook. I, I'm, I'm a good cook, actually, but I love it. But Sienna... She loves doing makes roasts. the best oh. roast potatoes. Oh my does god! She she loves cooking, doesn't she? Because yeah, we does. just worked she... together on I Anatomy know. of a Scandal. So yeah, tell me all about it. She told me bits. I don't know how much you can. When does it go out? So it goes out, I think, in March. March. Oh, okay. April. So you can't tell us too so, much. No. So it's um. Well, it's a six-part drama for Netflix, and it's based on a book by Sarah Vaughan called Anatomy of a Scandal, and it's. It follows two different narratives. One is Sophie, who Sienna, gorgeous Sienna plays, who's married to an MP who's accused of rape and he's played by Rupert Friend. And then I play Kate Woodcroft, who is a barrister who specialises in sexual crimes and she's been given the case to prosecute. So it's, it's part courtroom drama, part sort of you know, family drama, because it also, it follows the, you know, the relationship of Sienna's character and Rupert's character and what Ooh, this does to their right, marriage. Right and, up, right up yeah. my alley. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. It's a really juicy drama. And we, we had such a lovely time working together. I adore Sienna and Rupert. We had a lot of fun, uh, you know, she, considering it was this, the subject, of course, is, yeah. is um, a very serious one. But I think often when it when that's the case, you tend to yeah. You need a bit of lightness off. Yeah. Also, offset. she. I mean, I I've never worked with Sienna, but Lee, my Lee, yeah. as you know, um, my husband, he worked with her as he worked with you. Yes. And long so time ago. I met you and I met Sienna really through Lee because he did uh, Casanova with Sienna. Ah, that's and what he they did. Miscellaneous children, which they we found a CD in a, a shop. And they've changed the title to The Warsaw Ghetto. Oh, really? It was Arena yeah, Sendler, it, wasn't it? The, oh, the courageous... well, he thought it was Miss Arena's children or something. Well, maybe it's changed three times. <laughs> Who knows? When we did it, it was it was called The Courageous Heart of Arena Sendler. That's right. And You're with right. Anna I think Paquin, he's... who was brilliant. Yeah. She was brilliant. And wasn't it somewhere freezing? Because Lee says his memory was... Well, number one, meeting you and becoming friends, yeah. but it was so cold. It was freezing. Was it, it Latvia, was Latvia or something? It was Latvia. And, and he, um, Lee hates the cold. It was really, <laughs> I remember, it was so, so cold. And all the locations were really cold. We were just freezing the whole time. And um, oh, I mean, I loved that job because I got to meet Lee and he was, I was so young and very new to it all. And it was one of my first jobs on screen, really. Oh, was it? And, uh, oh. Yeah, and Lee was so, he really took took me under his wing and, well, yeah, you know, he's, he was... He's brilliant He was like so that, good actually. to me. And, um, and also, I was thinking, because I knew that, we'd, you know, Lee had obviously come up and, and that job, I, I was thinking that Lee introduced me to sushi, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which right. I'm yeah, now... Yeah, he said that. Yeah, he's like, 
just mentioned to Michelle about the Japanese. Yeah. So he took me to this Japanese restaurant in in Latvia. It was it was amazing, and it, it it's I think it was the first time I I'd ever eaten sushi, and uh, I've never looked back. <laughs> I love it because it can go the other way. I when I was seven seventeen, way way back in the late in the mid sixties, I flew out. You know when the whole thing happened to me, and I went to America, and then I I think it was nineteen sixty eight actually. I was ta- I was asked to go to Japan, and you know I was from Northwest London. You know I yeah. oh, I'd only had my mum's cooking really. <laughs> And um, I'd been to a few restaurants in London, but they were mainly Italian and, and yeah. I was getting used to that. I mean, when I first got served an artichoke, it was like, you know, what do you do with What's it? this? Do I eat it or wear it? <laughs> <laughs> that looks very pretty. Yeah. yeah, very pretty on your head. But um, so you can imagine this girl from Neesden sitting in a Japanese restaurant <laughs> in Tokyo and the thought of eating raw fish, mm. I mean, I thought it was insanity. I mean, I love it now, but I, I didn't eat it then. I was too I was too scared. The yeah. thought of it was just... But I did succumb to it a few years later and now, as we know, it is wonderful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to remember back then in the 60s there were... I don't think, I don't think there was a Japanese restaurant in London, no. actually. Well, it feels... I mean, even yeah. when I was a kid, you know, you'd never heard of... Sushi. Well, you certainly know, not in Romford in Essex. No, Is that where you grew up, isn't it? Definitely not in Romford in Essex. No. I think we in Neesden, we had a we had a a fish and chip shop, of course. Everyone had a fish and chip shop. And a kind of cafe that I thought what was posh was kind of egg, chips and beans. Yeah. We'd go out on a Saturday for lunch yeah. and have it. And I thought that was really posh. My my um my first job was a fish and chip shop. That was, was my it? first job. Yeah. Aww. I worked, it had a restaurant. It had a front, you know, like a counter, yeah. you know, like traditional fish and chips. But there was a restaurant as well. And it was actually owned by an Italian couple. So they did Italian food as well. So it was. Oh, okay. Well, it was fish and chips and <laughs> it was a bit of everything. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was fish and chips, pie and mash uh-huh. um, with, you know, the famous liquor and Italian food. And I worked there for a couple of years when I was a teenager. Wow. Um, was this while you were still at school? This was while I was, yeah, while I was still at school. So I was doing my GCSEs um, and then my A-levels. So I did like two two nights a week there. Oh. And I loved it. It was, <laughs> it, and, it, and it was a very, so it was a real kind of staple, that chip. I don't think it's there anymore. But at the time, oh. it was one of those, the really good ones that everybody went oh, to. Oh, if you get a good fish and chip shop. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah, they it was re- it was really, really good. There's a very famous one in Lissom Grove. I think it's still there, the seashell. I think it burnt down actually about 10 years ago. Oh, but no. I think they, they, but that's a brilliant one. Yeah. And, you know, it's quite famous for, it's on the corner of um, Maribyrn Road and Lissom Grove. Yeah. Now we have another thing in common that you probably don't know, but you... You played Eliza Doolittle, didn't you? I did. And, and you know, as you were just talking about Listen Grove, I was about to <laughs> yeah, say. That's what reminded that what you, me. Yeah. Because yeah. I played her in, oh God, 1981, yeah. 82. I did a TV drama. And I always thought, before I read the play, I always thought that Eliza, because everyone knows Eliza Doolittle. Yeah. And I always thought she was from, you know, the East End. And at the beginning of the play of Pygmalion, she, it says she's from Lisson Grove. Grove. So I, I felt good because I was from northwest London and that's in northwest London. Yeah. <laughs> Such a, so I thought, oh, well, I'm halfway there. Yeah, I halfway can do that, that bit. Yeah. Such it's a the posh bit I had to work on. Yeah. 
such a brilliant character to play. Oh, it's one of the I great loved... female roles, yeah. I think. Yeah. I loved it. I, I did too. And it was that was a really early early job for me and I I loved it and I learned so much. Well, from... I, I sadly didn't see you in it, but you did get amazing reviews and you were nominated for an Olivier Award, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Who was your Higgins? Tim Pickett-Smith. Oh, yeah, Aww. lovely Tim. Oh, lovely, sweet, and and lovely of course, y- Una Stubbs was uh, it was the housekeeper oh, as gosh, well. She's a very good friend. Oh, and wow, what a cast. yeah, I still can't believe it really. But she yeah. she was amazing to me and was really my my family used to call her my stage mum <laughs> because Aww. she we we stayed very close after after doing Pygmalion together and we actually shared a dressing room on tour. Um, oh, how fun. And yeah, and then when we went to the old Vic, it was such a, you know, it was an amazing time for us because we'd been touring and then we we then transferred to, to the old Vic. And so we were working together for quite a long time. And then we did another play at the National together. And I, I adored her and she she was so good to me and really was someone that I would turn to for advice mm. career advice no, was, and, I, I didn't know her well but I've met her a couple of times she was an amazing and she's woman. a one was a wonderful actress yeah as well. she was she really was and uh and and just as such a, a brilliant spirit she was so she had so much energy and you know walked she had that walk like a ballet dancer because she you know yes she yeah. um she she was amazing. I adored her. Did she train as a dancer? She early did. On? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so because her posture was so beautiful, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. You yeah. can always tell. Did you always want to act as a little girl? I mean, did you? Was this a dream? It was. Some I, people kind of fall into it, and some people say, "I knew when I, I was knew, born, I was going." Yeah, to. I, I knew. Well, I mean, my parents would probably say they knew before before yeah. I did, but I was from a kid. I was always impersonating people, and I was. Uh, I went to a, a stage school which was um, local to where we lived. It was called the Finch Stage School, and it was at the end of end of our street in a church hall. And um, that's where it all started, really. So me and my sisters used to go to dancing lessons and acting lessons and singing lessons. And it all started there. And I just, it was where I was so happy. I I loved being with a a group of people and making plays and choreographing dance routines. And I just, I loved it from such a young age. And so it was quite clear by the time I got to school that, I wasn't academic. I wasn't really, an, you know, I, I was I was forever in the drama department and singing and dancing. And so it was it was it was quite clear that that's the route I wanted to take. And then I was encouraged by a brilliant drama teacher at my school um, called Jude Burt, who I'm still friends with now. She's amazing. And she encouraged me to uh, to go to drama school. So, so yeah, so I knew from quite that, a young age. That set that set the seed, yeah. It did. It's it set the scene, and so um, and then I went to drama school. So then, that's really where it all started. Which drama school did you go to? I went to the Guildhall. Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So I had a brilliant time, and we actually we had our twenty year reunion just recently. Oh my goodness. So um, wow. and there was about half of us. You don't look out. old enough, darling. <laughs> Um, but it was great it was so good to see everybody and um and a lot of us are doing it we're still doing it so 
Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, Lee went to RADA a long time ago and he said, I don't think they do a reunion every year, but he said, it's a bit scary sometimes yeah. when it's kind of 40 years. Absolutely, yeah, we were all saying that. <laughs> like, oh gosh, the next one. Oh, yeah. Um, Amazing. Did But did, did you feel that drama school really helped you? Because, you know, you meet some actors and they hated it or they left or they said it wasn't yeah. for me and then you meet others and saying, thank God for drama school I learned so much and it helped me yeah it's such it is such a different experience for everyone and and uh I I mean I I had a great experience I mean you know there's always ups and downs it's quite an emotional (laughs) three years and they do tend to kind of you know everyone uses that expression of kind of stripping you down and you know you do you do have to kind of peel back the layers and um find those sort of parts that you know you can tap into as an actor and that's a hard that can be a hard process for some people but I I loved it I had a I had a great time and you know I I really felt like the training was it it set me up really well for theatre especially for theatre because when I first left I I went into theatre for quite a few years and uh, it, it was a classical training so it was great for, for stage. Um, and now I actually mentor students at Guildhall. Um, oh, do you? How I lovely. Do, I do, yeah. Every year I, I mentor one or two students. And, um, of course, now, it, it, you know, the, everything's so advanced. And last year they were doing all of their plays on Zoom and, you know, they were oh, no. recording everything so you could see everything online. And they're getting much more experience of acting on camera which we never really had yeah. that, I mean, Lee always said that they didn't they, uh, rather they did when he went which was back in the late 60s early 70s it was mainly based on theatre yeah and they didn't really do um camera training and no um but you know see for somebody like me who you know came into the business kind of Ask backwards, if you'll excuse the expression, yeah. because, you know, what happened to me happened to me and I modelled and everything. And then I, you know, I met Ken Russell and he put me in my first film. Mm. I kind of fell in backwards and I really, I really miss that I didn't ever have that chance mm. to go to drama school because I think, yeah. I mean, although I loved it and I was very lucky to meet people like Ken and later, you know, Tommy Tune and I did a big Broadway show. Mm. I, I never felt what you just said, that I had that background of mm-hmm. I could fall back on that if I was worried about it. I mean, you know, I threw myself in fully, as you always do. Yeah. And I had beautiful mentors to help me. But um, yeah, and I, but th- I, I think that drama school training must be wonderful to have. It, it, it was. It, it was wonderful. And it but but I do I do think, you know, in the way that you know, like you were just saying, you know, you had a mentors in the early days and, you know, yeah. I think after drama school, once you then start working with so many different people and, and such diff- varied experiences and ages, you know, yeah. Yeah. I learned so much after drama school as well, you know, uh, working yeah. with the likes of Jim Carter and, you know, who you know, love gorgeous Jim. Don't you love him? And to be- I, d- I played his him. wife in a TV drama. Did you? We used to laugh. So, can you imagine me and Jim together? Because <laughs> yeah. he's so big and I'm so like, well, it's like him and Imelda, him and Imelda. his wife. The, yeah. I love the two of them together. It's so, but it's we so lovely. We just laughed so I loved him. I could not look at him sometimes because yeah, I get the hilarious. Do you get the giggles? Oh, God. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's absolutely hilarious. And so is Imelda. Are you a, are you a giggler? I'm a real giggler, Twiggy. Oh, I'm, so I get in I. trouble. And actually with Sienna, oh. we, we had some moments as well on the last job. 
I, I'm, a, I'm not great at, you know, some people can do that thing of making somebody else laugh and uh-huh. not and not going themselves corpsing. and I always yeah corpsing and I I if I ever I try and make someone laugh I just end up laughing myself <laughs> I did um, I did my cla- one classic one I, we were on I, I did a big musical on Broadway and one of the songs we did which it was all Gershwin music was wonderful and it was a duet oh, yeah, it was yeah. me and Tommy and you know we'd done it for six months and some somebody in the wings either said something to me or I can't remember, just as we were going into Swonderful. And it just hit me as really funny. And I start when Tommy started singing, I could just got the giggles. And I and I couldn't stop my and we were on stage. Um, and and Tommy said my shoulders started to go up and down. And then because I was trying to stop and I knew I had my verse coming up. And I was in a absolute, <laughs> I could not stop laughing. And I, I, I managed to hold my mouth together, but I had tears rolling down my, <laughs> and I just looked into Tommy's eyes because I knew I couldn't sing. And he actually ended up singing the whole song oh, it's, because I, it is I, the, I'd gone. Cause and it's my the, stomach <laughs> muscles hurt so much it's trying not. It's the greatest oh. and the worst feeling, isn't it? Because you feel, it's, it's like laughing in assembly at school, isn't it? Because you, you, <laughs> You could yeah, get in a lot you know, of trouble. Or laughing in church. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get the giggles in church yeah. when somebody's at a funeral. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, the worst feeling. And you just, because you know you mustn't laugh, yeah. it gets worse and worse and worse. Oh, and well, worse. I've had it so many times. And on Downton as well, because we're, so, we're, we're like a family. <laughs> and m- me and Laura Carmichael, she, uh, you know, we play <laughs> sisters. So we do, we do a lot of scenes together and we're such, you know, we're really close. And we, of course, like there'll be a day where it's been a long day and we're tired. And by the end of the day, the words are like, you know, when it starts to, you, you don't know what you're saying. You've said the words so many times. And then if you slightly fluff your line, it's just a nightmare Hysterical. because you, you're laughing at each other and we've done it so many times. And then you start to feel like you're annoying the crew and everybody wants to finish and go yeah, home. They want, they want to go home. But I it know. is. It, oh, and also I find it's one of the funniest things to watch when you see outtakes of of shows one of my favorites is julia louis dreyfus in seinfeld there's brilliant outtakes of her when she apparently past five o'clock she would just lose it she couldn't focus and concentrate (laughs) and the footage of her laughing and trying to get her words out it's just joy it's joy um i never get I never get upset with anyone. Oh, who, I've got a lot of those. Uh, the like other that. ones that are hysterical. They, they, they. I think I don't know. I think you can probably get them on YouTube. But they're they're like news readers who are reading <laughs> something very serious, and they lose it to the point of they cannot talk. And, and I think they're mainly American. They are, and they are hysterical. Yeah. They do make you absolutely yeah. hysterical. Yeah. So. Now, you know, we've got to talk about Downton. Did you know when you read the first script going in that it was going to be this world phenomenon? I think we all, I mean, first of all, you know, I was 26 when I got the audition and I loved it and I read it and I thought, I love this character. I know how to play this character, but I just thought it's not going to be me. It's going to be somebody else who's much more established. And so I, I kind of went in and just, you know, gave it my best shot. And it was one of the biggest moments of my life, you know, getting I that bet. role because I, I, it, you know, for me, it did feel like such a long shot at the time. And it was funny because Dan Stevens was sitting in the waiting room as I left mine. So he was going Aww. in to read for Matthew. We, we knew that we were, we were onto something 
great, of course, because it was written by Julian Fellows and Maggie and Hugh Bonneville were already on board. And so it had a, a definitely had a, an energy about it. And people were talking about the show Downton that was being cast. Mm. And, and so we started it and it was amazing, the experience of that first season. And, but you just never know. I can remember going to after the first season went out in America, and that's all. All everyone I, I met, that's all they wanted to talk yeah. about. They were they became obsessed with it, didn't they? they did, I mean, they, it yeah. was huge here and probably yeah. all over the world. But America absolutely loved it and, so yeah, much. Yeah, and that that was still that's kind of that's when it became like a dream when we were being recognised in America, and you know, it's kind of one thing you being part of something that's 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 a great success in over here in the UK but but for it to be in the states and then all over it takes on an, a whole other thing and it was like this roller coaster for 10 years it was it was amazing and i you know i experienced so much and and i i you know i can't still pinch myself really that we're doing we're still doing it <laughs> you know, i know we just finished filming did you know that they were going to do the first? Because you've just done, aren't you just filming or just finished We've the second just finished, film? Just finished the second film. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. So there was, towards the end of the last series, there was talk of potentially doing a film. And then, of course, there was some years that, you know, a couple of years that passed until it all sort of came together and they it was like getting ducks in a row, getting all the actors available. I say, how did they get everyone? Well, they, <laughs> well, they didn't get everyone it. back, did they? Not, not did quite Did they get everyone? everyone? Well, most, most people, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Brilliant. And so it did very well and uh, so decided to do another one. So it's, and it is the best job. Uh, we just love doing oh, it. Oh, your clothes. Talk about, talk about frocks. All the frocks. <gasps> you have clothes that are so, well, all of you, but you especially. They're amazing. I mean, I, I oh love going God. into those fittings. Uh, are they all the same designer? Sorry, I should know this, but I don't. It, well, they, well, for the, the one for the designer two, do the whole series? Yeah, so, um, so for the last two films, Anna Robbins uh, was our costume designer and she and she also did the last two seasons. Um yeah, she's she's incredible. She's so talented, and every time she surpasses herself, every single time, it's it's it, it, the costumes just Mind get better. Mind you, for and a better. costume design, it must be a dream job. That period, because you know that that period is well for me. That in the nineteen thirties, that's my kind of yeah. You know, twenties and thirties are my favorite. Yeah, it's it's a. It if you a, only had to pick one era of clothes, because especially for women, because they were so glamorous and feminine and, and yeah and, beautiful yeah. it's they're they're you, really you you carry them well my darling oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you sounded just like lady mary then. <laughs> so the other thing we saw i think I, I was trying to think when i first met you do you was it when we came to see you in burn yeah by the sun yes. Yeah, because Lee, Lee went on and on about how much he loved you and oh. said, "We've got it. You've got to meet. You've got to meet." And um, we came to see you in that amazing it was play. A, it was a great because the film we'd fallen madly in love with anyway. So when it was on, it was at the National, wasn't it? It, it was. was it? it was at yeah. it was at the National, and uh, you and Rory Kinnear, right? Yeah, Rory Kinnear and, oh. and Kieran Hines. I worked with I I worked with his dad. Did you? Roy. Did you? Yeah, he was one of my ugly sisters. I played Cinderella. 
brilliant. <laughs> oh, he used to make me laugh. He was so naughty. It was my first time on a stage and I was so frightened. Yeah. And it was in the West End. And every night he wouldn't let me see him before we went on stage because every night he did a different hairstyle oh, and they got madder and madder. And you know what he looked like, lovely Roy. He was little yeah. and round and he had these big frocks and he had all different wigs and he'd have pink bows and butterflies. I mean, so every time he came on stage, I had to hold my laughter in. <laughs> well, well, Rory Rory is oh. the same. I mean, he, he's, he can be really funny and naughty. He's a bloody good actor. He's, I love. Oh, he's Rory. he's phenomenal. He went he went to Lambda. He was in the same year as Lee Sun Ace. Was he? So we know Rory from yeah. then. Yeah. yeah, he's a brilliant actor. He's so and he so he was a lot of fun to work with. We had a great time. We had this one show where um, it was a matinee. You know, you do people do pranks and stuff during shows, I, and matinee, especially on matinee get days. The, yeah, so get naughty <laughs> and. Uh, Somebody, I think it was the stage management, like the stage manager's like signature kind of gag that they that they did, um, and they put gummy bears around the set, like little the little gummy bear sweets, <laughs> and and put it in prop. Like there was like a gramophone, and and suddenly you'd be doing a scene. I'd be doing this really serious scene with Rory, and then I'd look down, and there's this like little gummy bear just sitting in the gramophone, sort of looking at you, and I would lose it, of course, because I'm you know I can't. Like I told you, I'm the worst. I can't keep a straight face. And um, but Rory was brilliant at not not going and not corpsing. He would he would just be really serious, which would make it even worse because I'd feel so worse, bad. Yeah. I'd have to turn that's up stage so... with my shoulders going, the just shoulder, giggling. Yeah, that's the side. It's the shoulder, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> but that was a great play, and I loved working with Kieran Hines. He was he was fantastic. Oh, isn't he amazing? Yeah. He's he's one of our favourite actors. Yeah, actually, he's brilliant, amazing. What the whole production was superb. And you were, yeah. oh, thanks. You were gorgeous. Oh, I love doing that. But I think that's when I first met you. Yeah, it, we did actually. in the green room. In the green room, which looks very different <laughs> now. The national green room. It's very snazzy and Is it? shiny. It wasn't then. <laughs> now, have you been? Have, we haven't actually been back to the theatre yet. Have you been back as a as a as a audience member? Um, I haven't yet. No, because of um, COVID. The no. dreaded. C O V E I D. Yeah, but how 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 have you been through all the last year and a half? I mean, did it affect a jobs? Did you work through it? Did you? Well, the first, I mean, like you know, like everybody, the first lockdown was was quiet and and scary. Yeah, and, yeah, and scary. Yeah, and um, we, you know, at that time, I thought, how on earth can we go back into production? I mean, mm. um, so I honestly didn't expect to to work for you know for for most of that time and um of course news started to come that we you know production was going back in and you know eastenders was one of the first wasn't it to go That's to right. go back yeah. so they That's kind right. of they were the sort of guinea pigs really weren't they to see how mm. we could do it all um and so and so then the work started started back and anatomy was something that i'd been attached to but of course it was delayed Delayed. Yeah. So then we started in October. So I mean, it's a very strange process with all of the PPE because as actors, you're so used to, you know, seeing each other's faces and being quite sort of close, you know. And of course, we had to keep a distance until we were actually on 
on, on the set. And, and did you have to do tests? What, we did, every yeah, other every day other day. Yeah. 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 But you get used to them, don't you? I mean, I don't know how often you've you had to do them, but you do get used to it. Well, and I, quite honestly, well, I just I didn't do anything mm. for a, a good year because mainly because I was nervous. Yeah, of course. Cool. You know, we Lee and I are in the upper upper age yeah. group, <laughs> so we had to be. Yeah. We had especially Lee because years ago he had pneumonia, so yeah, um, he has to be fine, careful. Yeah, but he has to be careful. So we we just we were lucky. We just debunked to the place in the country. Yeah, hardest thing for us was not seeing the kids and the grandkids. Yeah, that it's was such a, a difficult time for everyone. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. but you know, we're luckier than most. And I, I do feel better now. We've had our jabs. We're waiting for our booster. You are, yes, but- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do feel much better and, and just being able to see the family and you know yeah that's the most Carly important thing isn't it kids. I think that's what everybody oh, is it makes appreciate. you appreciate it does it, I mean it does make you appreciate and reevaluate all the things you thought were important to you don't yeah. doesn't it I think I mean yeah absolutely and I, I you know I travelled a lot the last few years and of course there's been no yeah. no travel yeah. and, and um, I've really loved being being home and being near my family and yeah. Um, yeah. and slowing down, you know, I think a lot, you know, we was feels feels like the world was on such a treadmill and yeah, and I think it does make you or everyone I've talked to it that has made them rethink what they want to do, how they want to do it, yeah, you know, and because um, you 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 like me, you're the youngest of three girls, I am. right? Yeah, because I've got two older sisters Have you? and you've got two, yeah. yeah. We're like the the three we're the three sisters. The, yeah. <laughs> are you are you sisters, close? We've got a WhatsApp group called Sisters Goss. Sisters Gossip. Oh, have we're you? really close. Yeah, really, really close. And at one point, we all lived in the same town. We all lived in Stoke Newington together for like my mum literally had you know my mum and dad had their ducks in a row, and we lived like a five minute walk from each other. Um, wow. So we're now all quite separate now, but. Um, but yeah, we're really close. What's the age different? Because I've got a sister fifteen years older than me. It's and then one seven years older, and then me. Well, it's it's um, three years between me and my middle sister, and then two and a half between Joe and Louise. Oh, you're much you're much closer. Yeah, yeah, much closer. But are they in um, show business? My sister, my they... middle sister is. Yeah, so okay. Joe's an actress and a writer. She's a she's she's actually mm-hmm. working on some really brilliant scripts, which is you know I. Oh, good. Um, she there there are things that are cooking, which is really exciting. And she's working with some really brilliant people, and we've been. I mean, she, we, she's been doing it as long as I have. We we were both at drama school at similar times, and she was a dancer as well for oh, okay. for about for about sort of seven years. She did lots of she did musicals and and then she went to drama school. So we've always been in the biz. Um, and my my big sister is a life coach. And she, oh, is yeah, she, she wasn't always a life coach. She, she worked, you know, she worked in the city and she, you know, she had various other, other jobs until she sort of found what she really wanted to do. And, um, and she loves it. And she's, she's amazing. Like she gives, you know, she's given me, me advice <laughs> um, and some coaching the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, we're all, we're all really close. It's lovely having sisters. I'm. I feel very lucky to have sisters. And your mum and dad are still around. Yes, yeah, they are. They're in the UK. Yeah. Yep, they're in the UK. Because you've. Well, my... I mean, I knew a lot of what you've done, 
But reading your bio, I mean, you've done a lot of stuff in America. You did a, we- a Western series, I right? I did. Yeah. Was yeah. that fun? Yeah, godless. It it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing, Twiggy. It was. It was. We had. We had um, a week of cowboy camp. <laughs> Before we, before we started. Before oh, I'm on a go never... to cowboy camp. Were there some gorgeous cowboys? It was... <laughs> <laughs> some, some gorgeous wranglers. We, <laughs> we, I had the best time, and never, I just never dreamed I'd be in a western. You know, that is brilliant. Um, so, did you have to ride? I did, yeah, because I. Because I'd done Could a lot of horse ride? riding for Downton. Well, I did for Downton Abbey. Oh, yes, I mean, I had course. to change for Downton. Uh, to, I had to train Learn. for Downton mm. and did side saddle and, you know, British riding is there's lots That's of... That's really, really hard, apparently. It was. It was hard. Um, but then, so, so Western riding is quite, it's quite different. Yeah. Um, the saddles so sort of, are different and it's much kind of looser, It's much it? looser and, yeah, yeah, it's kind of much freer. But it was great. I loved it. I had a stunt double, though. I mean, it's not all me. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> she I was amazing. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, it of course can be very dangerous. But a lot we all had to do a lot of horse riding. Did you have to tote a big gun as well? I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had to do all of that and reload my rifle, and it was How it was crazy. But it was an amazing job. I mean, Scott Frank is—he's a great friend of mine, and he's an incredible director and writer. And I loved that experience working with him. And and it was a really great group of of women. Um, it was just there were so many of us in the cast, and we all, you know, used to hang out and go to restaurants and party together. It was great. I think that's one of the nicest things about our business I mean there's ups and downs with everything but is that when you go into a new job you meet a lot of new people and it's so a lot a lot of the time not all the time it becomes like a family it does it's one of the best parts of it isn't it yeah it's it's exactly. so lovely to and you really you know you make such good friends along the and way and you bond and, don't you yeah yeah I mean not with everyone but out of every job I've ever done and he's ever done. There's always one or two people that actually stay in your Me life. Me too. Me too. And um, and I remember when he came back from Latvia, he said, oh, I've met this lovely girl and she's yeah, so yeah. lovely. Yeah, one of, got Lee's one one of mine. That was you. But we, yeah, and we must, It's bit, and the years just fly by, don't they? I know. Well, also with the last two years, nobody's seen anybody really. Well, we haven't very much. We're no. just starting to come out of our little shells. <laughs> Now, the other thing I want, I know you've got to go today because we talked offline. Um, you've got to take your little doggy somewhere, haven't you? I do. He has to go oh. to the vet because we have to book his little operation oh. um, <laughs> because it's time. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's absolutely gorgeous, but he is a real what character he? and he's a lurcher. But oh. and but he's an escape artist. So when he was a puppy, <laughs> I'll tell you, when he was a puppy, he always managed. We we'd have like a little gate in the kitchen, you know, so that if we went out and left him for you know the little periods that you you know you set up and at, you go for half an hour, yeah. then you try another hour, and he'd have a gate. And uh, he this one time he gnawed his way through it and ended up <laughs> running all over the house and peeing everywhere and. <laughs> So he he had it in him from <laughs> from a baby, and just recently 
we were taking him to get his uh, his snip, his operation at the vet. Oh, you didn't tell him what it was for. No, but I think he knew. <laughs> I think he knew because he uh, he managed to when they were transferring him into the van and they were taking him to the other place where he was getting the surgery, he managed to pull himself out of his collar and his lead and he ran all the way home. Oh, <laughs> bless his heart. And we got a knock oh. on the door from a couple that had followed him in a car and they chased him down the road and he just, you know, ran up to our house and oh. um, and they rang on the door and there he was. Oh he my ran goodness. all the way home, little Houdini. But he found his way home. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. So what are you going to do today? Put him, in, put him in a bag? Well, we're just, yeah, we're just having to go for <laughs> yeah, with a blindfold on. Like, oh, bless his heart. Yeah, we just got to go in oh. for a consultation to start it all again. So, um, oh. but he's adorable. I oh, mean, he, I don't know. Do you oh. have dogs? Do you and Lee have dogs? I've had them. I, yeah. We haven't at the moment, no. He's changed no. my life. I mean, I, I just Does adore they, him. Oh, they are the best. They are. No, we had a cat for 18 years. Yeah. A Titania. Oh. Because um, when I got I got two as kittens um, and Lee was playing Oberon. In the Midsummer Night's Dream, Night Stream, yeah. RSC. I read his book. So they had to be Oberon and Titania. Yeah. They were brother and sister. And sadly, Oberon didn't, he only lived for about four oh. years. He, he had a heart problem that we didn't know about. You know, they were little moggies. But little Titania, she she lived for 17 years. Was, I still miss her, actually. Yeah. She's she, black cat. Yeah. She was gorgeous. They're so special. Before we say au revoir, I just want to say, because I think lots of people don't know, that you have the most wonderful singing voice and you you you, you, you <laughs> sing, I don't do. you? I do. I do. I do sing. Do. I, I, I didn't know until we came to yeah. that benefit that at Imelda the, and Jim. At the kiln, yeah. But, but everyone should know she's got the most beautiful voice. Absolutely. You you, oh, you amaze me. Thanks, You're Twiggy. You're a very talented young lady. <laughs> oh, thank you. And you very too. nice too. Oh, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll see you. Looking forward to seeing you in person soon. Yeah, let's. we'll set it up. Yes. We can uh, come over and I'll, I'll cook. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> anyway, don't tell the dog where he's going. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love you lots and thank you for talking to me. Th I love you too. Thank you so much, Twiggy. Bye. Oh, I hope her little doggy's going to be all right. I can't believe that he ran away twice. <laughs> she got an escapologist or whatever you call it. But I really enjoyed my chat with Michelle. She's so she's just so lovely. And um, I mean, we all know how talented she is from all the things that she's been doing. But she's a special lady and I'm thrilled she joined me. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. I'm glad she gets the giggles because I get the giggles too. She's a giggler. <laughs> we need a giggle in this life. Okay, see you soon. Bye. If this is your first time listening to Tea with Twiggy, please do remember to tell your friends. You can also subscribe for free on your podcast app and listen to all my previous guests. If you want to connect with me, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at Twiggy or you can find me on Instagram at Twiggy Lawson. My thanks go to all the people that have helped this podcast happen. Many thanks to James Carroll and all the team at North Bank Talent Management. Thanks to all the team at Stripped Media, including Ben Williams, who edits the show, my producer, Kobe Omanaka, and executive producers, Tom Wally and Dave Corkery. 
The music you can hear now is my version of Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks. If you'd like to hear the whole song, you can find it and all the other songs I've recorded on iTunes and Spotify. So check it out. I look forward to you joining me for my next episode. So see you then. Bye. just heard a stripped media production.